Hey guys, it's Dawn. If you would like to hear the How My Parents Raised Me podcast ad-free, and if you would like access to subscriber-only episodes, join me in the What's the Truth community. You can join via the Apple Podcast app. There's a link right there in the app. Or go to whatsthetruth.supercast.com. Links are in the show notes. Don't miss out on all the extra content I'm sharing. I can't wait to see you over there. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. I really feel like I've got what it takes, you know, to be loved and all the things, which again, I was. But then there was an aspect of me that sort of shut it down and thought, but even though I know that I'm worthy and I, I have all of the elements of being a, a good girl, a good human, all the things, what if I get rejected? Welcome to How My Parents Raised Me. I'm Dawn Chitty. When we are born, we arrive here as pure and perfect souls and the direction our life takes from that moment is deeply connected to what our parents bring to our lives. And what our parents bring to our lives is deeply connected to what their parents brought to their lives and that's the cycle of families. I have always craved connection with real and raw stories to understand what makes you, you? What makes you the absolutely unique human that you are? Stories are medicine for the soul. They can connect us and they can change the world. And so in this podcast, I'm listening to beautiful souls sharing their story. What happened to them, how they got through and how they have healed and thrived despite everything to arrive right here in this moment. Content warning, if you are triggered by the themes of this podcast, please seek a helpline in your city. Hey my beautiful friend, if you suffer from anxiety and are sick of all the ways it's taking over your life, please take a look at Panic Away. For over 10 years now, Panic Away has been showing people how to break anxious patterns and get their old 
carefree self back, the person they were before anxiety ruled their life. Panic Away shows you how to break the anxiety loop and it gives your nervous system a chance to relax. It's totally drug-free and highly successful and it helps people with all levels of anxiety. Panic Away comes with a full money-back guarantee so you really have nothing to lose and everything to gain. It's time to take back control of your life, your happiness and your freedom. A life free of anxiety is like living an entirely different life. Click the link in the show notes for access to Panic Away. Hey, my beautiful friend, can I ask a favor? If you are getting something positive out of the content I'm sharing with you each week, can you give this podcast a five-star rating? You can rate the podcast on the main podcast page as opposed to the individual episode pages. On Apple, at the end of the podcast page, down past the episodes, you'll find a tap to rate. And on Spotify, where the podcast description is shown, press see more and it should be there. I would really super appreciate it. If you are looking for a little inspiration on your healing journey this week, brand new on the Heal blog today is the first six steps to healing with Michael Unbroken. Michael's life was tough from the moment he was born. Nobody has experienced more trauma and Michael's healing journey is truly inspirational. Head on down into the show notes and you'll find a link to this week's blog post. In this week's quick chat episode, I'm chatting to Megan, who was adopted at birth and from a very young age, she was acutely aware that her situation was different. She knew her life had involved a transaction and her younger self was stuck in trying to understand what that meant. What was her worth? Did she offer value to her parents? And like so many of us, Megan spent a lifetime not seeing her own value and allowing others to dictate her worth. In this episode, Megan explains how it's up to you to choose your own value. We pick the chat up as Megan is talking about what it felt like to be a child in the world with all the questions running around in her head about where she fit in. I walked around feeling very confused, you know, and and especially with that value piece and the idea of, I don't know what's required of me. I feel this tremendous guilt, which again, I completely just took on myself. Nobody made me feel this way. But this guilt of this woman, you know, carried me and she shared with me her experience, which is not for me to share. And it's, it's beautiful and and she's lovely and, you know, we're in contact. So I sort of felt the guilt that she had to make this decision. And then there was an aspect of me that felt sort of guilty that I may not have been everything that, that my parents wanted, which is silly to think that, but that was just sort of where I was, you know, at that time. And I felt a lot of undue pressure that I put on myself to get it right and I don't even really understand what that meant at the time. It was very difficult to conceptualize, but it was more of this sort of embodied feeling that something wasn't normal, 
right? That something wasn't, was off and I, I didn't know how to resolve it. Yeah. That's so confusing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. There's so many things going through your brain all the time, right? And it's, it's, a, it's a really confusing place to be. Did you feel that the love that you were getting from people around you then was, was conditional on being a certain thing? Well, I think society in general has taught conditional love, right? Mm. Which isn't love. It's fear. You know, you have to, and, and my parents were very loving and everybody does the best that they can, right? With their own level of awareness and traumas and demonstrations. But I conditioned myself and I was really judgmental because I was so afraid to really express who I was authentically. Number one, because I didn't really understand who Megan was authentically. And here's the interesting piece. So my initials, you know, Megan Elizabeth Henry spell, it wasn't a thing in those days, you know, to go, oh, wait, your initials, what do they actually like spell or what sound comes out? And I've played my whole life mediocre, meh. It was a safety mechanism so that I didn't have to go big and potentially risk being rejected, which I would imagine being adopted, there was an aspect of of feeling rejected. And the not good enough piece for me, so many people, and there's always a, a little bit of that, I think in our human experience of feeling not good enough, but that wasn't a big, that wasn't a big core wounding theme for me. It was more about, gosh, you know, I really feel like I've got what it takes, you know, to be loved and all the things, which again, I was, but then there was an aspect of me that sort of shut it down and thought, but even though I know that I'm worthy and I I have all of the elements of being a, a good girl, a good human, all the things, what if I get rejected? So rather than me not taking action or moving through the world fully expressed because I didn't think I was good enough. I had the confidence, but I talked myself out of it because the pain of the potential rejection again would have been too much. And so therein lied the, you know, the push pull of understanding that I was valued, but is somebody else going to see that? I don't, I'm not sure what my value is and I'm not really sure what's kind of happening in my life or in the world. So I'm just going to sit in my little cocoon. And just like I said to that lovely woman who was just giving me a compliment, you know, like go away. So I don't want to have to explain myself. I don't want to have to have something required of me. And then it's rejected. So I conditioned myself. Yeah. I love that description of it, actually. I think that's so clear. And I think a lot of us can feel quite strong in ourselves and who we are. And yet we, we just don't want that rejection. It's like, Every time someone rejects us, well, you know, that's chipping away at that kind of confidence. So why would we put ourselves out there, even though we, yeah, it's interesting. I really like the way you've described that. So how do you think then as you've become an adult, how do you think that that's affected you throughout your more adult life? Sure. Well, I definitely played it safe, you know. I started resenting myself, right? I was rejecting myself because I wasn't giving that inner child the opportunity to be seen, heard, and loved. And all of these, you know, wild and delicious divine goals and aspirations and intentions that I have, I would judge it. 
as not being good enough as a way to shut it down because it felt safer to sort of be in in limbo to sort of be in purgatory to be in the in the wanting and the wishing rather than the having because you can't be rejected if it hasn't actually happened you know nobody can take away your manifestations or you know reject you or tell you that you're an imposter any of the things you know when you're standing up there to get your award if you never allow yourself the opportunity to receive the award in the first place so it really has been playing small and another interesting thing that I've noticed in my own life, and again, it's completely my own perspective. You know, some souls, some people are metaphorically shoved off the cliff, right? The universe and their higher self is going, okay, you need to move and you're not going to move. Most humans, we don't like change. So we do whatever we can to not change. But that hasn't been my experience, which makes it even harder to recognize okay, nothing's necessarily inherently wrong, but my life is meh. And I feel like I want more. There's more that wants to come through me. I see other people that are living these rich, delicious lives. I want that. That feels true for me. But wait, who's going to come and save me and see my value? Who's going to shove me off the cliff and force me to do it? But my journey is, no, my love, you need to choose your own value. Nobody's going to do that for you. But it, so... <laughs> been waiting for that big shove but I have to shove myself yes it's so true <laughs> that's exactly what that's exactly right isn't it we have to see our own value so yeah. how, how has seeing your own value how have you gone on that that journey of finding your own value? it's been a 20-year odyssey for sure and it's 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 a choice is what I'm realizing every day you know life happens through us versus to us, although it can feel like it happens to us. And so even, you know, when we, when we don't quote unquote, have the evidence that the ego mind wants, or when we don't make the sale, or I don't book the role, or the role doesn't go as well as I think it should. And I'm not, you know, getting the, the claim that I think I should be getting. It's in those moments in between where you really connect to that radical, compassionate, you know, unrelenting, unconditional self-love. And you go, you know what? None of this even really matters. It's just simply me expressing and experiencing myself. But I'm no longer available to move through the world trying to get value. I want to be value and simply share it. Yes, I love that. <laughs> That's so beautifully put. It's exactly right. It's it's exactly right, isn't it? When you get to the point where you just feel that you have that value, you don't need yeah. to find it from anybody else. No. But, you know, I think so many of us spend our entire lives looking to the outside, trying to find the value. Thank you for being on this journey of healing and community with me. If you listen on Apple, I would love it if you could take a moment to post a review for the podcast. It would mean a lot. Check the show notes for all links recommended in this episode. If you're on Instagram, follow me at my big love project and please share this episode with someone you know needs to hear it. Thank you for joining me. You are such an incredible soul because you are you. You are unique. Your journey is unique and you can absolutely change the world 
with your story. Your time is precious and I so appreciate you being here. Thanks for joining me. I'll catch you next week. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.